Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Heko nai purangi te nei na te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. Piki mai kake mai and welcome to this Our Changing World podcast from RNZ with me, Alison Balance. Let's bring our attention back to the coronavirus responsible for the COVID-19 pandemic. In the science of soap, I discover why soap is such an effective way of killing the virus. Here to help me is virus expert Kurt Krauss from the University of Otago and chemist Alan Blackman from the Auckland University of Technology. First up is Kurt with a short definition of what a virus is and then Alan who explains how soap works. Oh, virus is a very intriguing package of nucleic acid that's wrapped up in a protein exterior and then in some cases surrounded in a lipid or a, or a fat envelope. Soap, you might call, in sort of chemical terms, you'd call it maybe a surfactant molecule or you'd call it maybe an amphiphilic molecule. And of course, the question then becomes, right, what do those things mean? Well... You've obviously, at some stage, tried to wash grease off with just water and probably failed absolutely miserably. The reason being that grease is what we would call a very non-polar molecule. And by polar, we mean that it has got some sort of separation of charge. So one end of the molecule is maybe a little bit positively charged. The other end of the molecule is maybe a little bit negatively charged. A little okay. bit like a battery? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could, you could think of it in, that, in those terms. Yeah, I've, never, I've never actually thought of it like that, but no, that's absolutely right. So grease is what we call non-polar. Okay, so grease doesn't have that separation of charge. It's, it's, it's a very, very non-polar molecule. It's got an even, let's say, distribution of charge over the whole molecule. Water, on the other hand, is a really, really polar molecule. So the oxygen in a water molecule, H2O, is a little bit negatively charged. The hydrogens are a little bit positively charged. And there's kind of a rule in chemistry that like dissolves like. So polar molecules like polar molecules. So what you'll find is that molecules that are polar will dissolve quite happily in water. So something like, for example, ethanol. Okay, so we all know ethanol is the alcohol in alcohol. Uh, that dissolves nicely in water. Something like sugar, sucrose, glucose, those sorts of things, they are polar molecules as well, and they dissolve nicely in water. So non-polar molecules don't dissolve nicely in water, and that's where grease and everything comes in. So grease doesn't dissolve in water because the water doesn't like it or it doesn't like the water. So how do we get around that? We make a molecule that has got a polar bit and a non-polar bit. And molecules like this have the special name or amphiphilic or surfactants. And how does this then work? Well, if you make a molecule that's got a polar end, and a non-polar end, then the polar end really wants to be in the water and the non-polar end really wants to be in the grease. And that's exactly what you want in a molecule to get the grease out of, let's say, your washing or something like that. So what happens is that soaps are made of these molecules that have very, very long 
carbon chains and that makes them very non-polar one end of a soap molecule very very non-polar the other end of the soap molecule is very very polar so what happens when you put uh, soap into water and, and it's got some grease in it is that the non-polar bits of the soap get into the grease basically they like to associate with the grease and the polar bits of the soap molecule really want to be in the water so they all associate with the water and what really is going on there is that that sort of drags the grease into the water it kind of makes the grease soluble in water it sort of solubilizes it and then you can just wash it away brilliant molecules amazing things so what is soap actually made from soap is made from essentially long chain fatty acids we call them Things like stearic acid, for example, is a, a molecule that's got a big, long carbon chain on it. I can't remember how many carbons right at the moment. It's about 18 or something, I think, carbon atoms. And then it's got an acidic group, a thing that we call a carboxylic acid group at the other end, and that's the polar bit. And the big, long carbon tail is the non-polar bit. So that's going to be the bit that associates with the grease. So soap, in its very, very simplest form, is what we would call the sodium salt of a fatty acid. <laughs> so a sodium and, uh, salt of a fatty acid. So sodium, yep. I get sodium. Yep. Salt, remind me what a salt is. A salt is basically a mixture of two things. One's got a positive charge, the other's got a negative charge, like good old common salt, as we call it, sodium ions, chloride ions, so that, that we would call a salt. In the same way, a sodium salt of stearic acid would, would also be a salt because the uh, sodium ions got a positive charge, and the rest of that steric acid, or as we would call it, stearate, part of the molecule has uh, got a negative charge. Now it turns out that coronaviruses have a particular Achilles heel when it comes to soap. Coronavirus is an RNA virus, and it doesn't have a particularly big genome, but it does have a lipid envelope. And this lipid envelope is important for maintaining its integrity, and it also is important for being able to break it down with sanitizers and soaps. So it's one of those viruses that a, a good scrubbing with soap and water does quite a good job in breaking down its composition. The virus is essentially surrounded by a ball of grease, if you want to look at it that way. And this ball, this protective ball, is made up of molecules called lipids. And again, lipids are molecules that are comprised of big, long chains of carbon atoms. So they're very, very non-polar beasties, these things. And they sort of get together, or as, as in chemistry we say, self-assemble together and, and build this sort of big fatty wall around the inner workings of the virus. And if you want to destroy a virus, you've basically got to destroy that wall. And thankfully, you can do that relatively straightforwardly by treating it with soap because the big non-polar chains in your soap uh, are going to get in there and, uh, <laughs> for want of a better word, get intimate with those lipid molecules, and that's going to bust the whole thing apart because these lipids are beautifully arranged. You know, they're just, they're just arranged really, really nicely, but if you start disrupting them, then they'll just fall apart, and then, as I say, that will expose the inner workings of the virus, and then that will render it non-viable. So good old soap is just the best thing in this case to really deal to this virus. Thanks, Alan. That was chemist Alan Blackman from the Auckland University of Technology, and we also heard from virus expert Kurt Krauss at the University of Otago. 
I'm Alison Balance in this Our Changing World podcast from RNZ First aired on the 26th of March 2020. You can listen again on our webpage rnz.co.nz slash ourchangingworld. While you're there, sign up for our free weekly email newsletter. Our Changing World is of course available on your favourite podcast app. And next time you're in the market for some new podcasts, just search for RNZ and you'll find a very wide range of stuff. As always, if you are able to rate and review us, we really appreciate it. Many thanks. Stay in touch with us on Facebook and Twitter at RNZ Science. Many thanks for your company. Take care and do keep washing your hands with soap. Catch you next time. Kia pai tora. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.